Welcome to the Quite Audacious Podcast with Amanda Swiger. I am a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure wedding and boudoir photographer with a deep belief that doing things my own way is why I've been so successful. I'm now taking that love of audacious, rebel-minded thinking and helping other photographers build the lives and businesses that they're in love with, all while still working with clients and taking you along for the ride. No topic is off limits here, so expect a lot of honest conversations, in-the-moment riffs, business and life advice, tough love, and of course, talking with you about all the ways you can work with me and to create the life that you've been dreaming of. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it, y'all. A quick note before you jump into this week's episode. These quickie podcasts are in-the-moment recordings that are meant to be bite-sized, what's-on-my-mind episodes. So while they are shorter in length, you can still expect the rebel-minded business advice, tough love, and encouragement you come to expect from this podcast. It is my hope that these quickie episodes spice things up for you and get you going on topics that are real-time on my mind. All right, y'all. You ready for a quickie? Let's fucking go. Hello, my favorite people, and welcome back to another episode of the Quite Audacious Podcast. I am coming to you today with a little quickie um, that is kind of a little follow-up to a few of the episodes I've already recorded for you guys, and it is about pricing, but this is specifically about pricing models for boudoir photographers. I wanted to give a little bit of an overview of the different options that are available to you as a boudoir photographer and a little bit of pros and cons and talk about the way I do things, so hopefully you enjoy this one. I'm going to jump in and kind of give you what I call the three buckets of kind of where you can kind of have your boudoir pricing be. Obviously, the sky is the limit. You can do whatever you want. There are other options, but I would say that for the most part, things tend to fall into three categories. IPS, also known as in-person sales, all-inclusive, and hybrid. Hybrid as you might maybe assume, is a little bit of a mix of all-inclusive or more inclusive and IPS. Um, IPS is probably the most popular version of pricing for boudoir photographers because it does give you a way to get clients in your door at a lower price point and then relying on those in-person sales on the back end of the session to get them to spend more and or hit your client average or your goal client average. I personally do not do IPS. However, most of my photographer friends and all of my IPS, um, sorry, all of my one-on-one -on -one clients use IPS. So I am well-versed in it. I have my reasons for why I don't use it. We'll get to that in a minute. But IPS, basically, the model is that there is a session fee. Usually it's between $250 and $500. <clears throat> <clears throat> y'all. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to take that out. We're going to leave that in there. Um, I'm a human being and coughing happens. Um, so normally you'd have that session fee and then that includes typically hair and makeup, although you are welcome to not have hair and makeup included. Whatever comes with your session, posing, if you have a client closet, all of that good stuff, but it does not include the images or the products. Usually then you would have either um, a virtual reveal, an in-person reveal, and if you have an in-person reveal, you might do that a few weeks later or the same day. Uh, I know that there are a lot of different methodologies when it comes to how do you show your client the images. Um, I've got a few friends who are very successful with doing like Zoom reveals. I've got a few other friends who do same day reveals. I've had uh, a couple of my one-on-one -on -one clients who have their clients come back and that's been very successful for them. 
The idea, though, in general, is that your client will only be able to see the photos with you um, during that reveal. So they're not sent any form of a gallery um, other than the images that they have purchased. And this allows them to make a decision the day of that reveal of what it is that they want to purchase. Some photographers have um, purchase minimums, so, you know, a, a minimum spend amount uh, for them to feel like doing the session is worth it because most of the time those session fees cover the actual cost associated with sessions such as hair and makeup, studio rentals, or studio rent, and the photographer is not making any money on any of that. So they might have a, a, a minimum spend just to make sure that they are covering their bases and getting paid for their very valuable work. Um, you would have to, you know, work with your clients, um, helping them pick what images they want to keep, what images they don't. And then you usually have both an a la carte menu that is priced higher and then your packages that are designed to kind of get your clients um, to be picking. Usually it's your middle package. There are a few methodologies there as well. Um, and allowing them to kind of choose what they want. But then the goal is that they would be choosing your goal collection, which is the average you are looking for in order for you to meet your financial goals. Hybrid would be a little bit of the same thing, but rather than it being a slower session fee and all of the money really being made on the back end, the session prices are higher. So typically then you would see something like a, you know, 30-minute session with five digitals, maybe an hour session with 15 digitals, and maybe an hour and a half session with 20 digitals, and then the option at the revealed upgrade to more. Obviously, again, I am just trying to give you an overview here. So there are, again, going to be different ways in which this is going to show up or could look for you. But the idea is that you are kind of forcing the client to invest at a particular place from the beginning and ensure that you are getting more consistently what it is you are looking for. I see that this is something that's super popular with a lot of my newer photographers or photographers that have a higher um, cost of good or need to meet certain minimums in order to cover things like their studio. This can be helpful because you know that by booking two clients, maybe you've covered all your expenses, etc. Um, the downside to this model is that you could, can have clients who will take whatever images are included and not purchase anything at their reveal versus the other model where, you know, when they haven't made up, a mind in their, uh, made up in their mind what they want to spend, maybe if they came in thinking they want to spend $1,500, they might end up spending $2,500 because they don't really know what it's going to look like versus maybe somebody who had already paid for a $1,500 package, they might not want to upgrade. The flip side to that would be is money spent is money forgotten. So if they've paid, you know, that $1,500, just as an example number here, um, sorry, about weeks ago, they, by the time they come to the reveal, they might have more money to spend and therefore upgrade further. So there are pros, there are cons. Then that would be kind of what hybrid is. The third option is all inclusive. It is how I have my pricing structured. And I would say it is the least popular pricing method. And I understand why it's the least popular because you, unless you have a strong um, funnel for clients to be incentivized to purchase products, you do cap your income. So 
all-inclusive means that they are paying a set fee that generally includes the session plus the digital images from that session, whatever the final amount of edits is. So for me, that is 75 images in a 90-minute, usually four-outfit session, and my sessions are priced currently at $22.50. So I know that whenever I book a client, that is what I am walking away with. I also, though, have a pretty high um, upgrade average. So most of my clients are investing in my smallest album at minimum. And so that kind of can bring that client average up anywhere to $3,500 or $4,500, depending on what it is they want. This is not a good method for somebody who does not want to sell products and wants to price their packages on the low end because you are leaving tons of money on the table. And especially if you have high studio costs or um, are not trying to be high volume, oftentimes what I see is all-inclusive photographers who are priced more in that four, five, six dollars $600 range. And the amount of clients you would need to do to be profitable is a lot. So uh, all-inclusive photographers repetitively get shit on in Facebook groups because we're seen as being not um, profitable. That is not true. There are ways to make a all-inclusive package profitable. I would say that even when I was at $1,250 um, for my sessions, I was still averaging around $2,200, $2,400, depending on which studio space I'm talking about. And that is still, in my mind, pretty great money, especially considering I show up, um, I do the session, and then I can call, edit, and retouch their images all in the same day. I then sit on the images for a few weeks just to build some anticipation and then send them out. Um, well, I should preface all of that and say that was my methodology. I now do things a little differently um, just because of where I'm at with my business. But for many years, that was kind of my process is that it, I could do the entire session in a day. Uh, I didn't have to schedule past other meetings and I just like the simplicity of it. But more than that, for me, I did not want clients to choose favorites because what I found in my own life and in my own images is that for me, the images that I immediately would like nicks of myself and be like, oh, gross, oh, hate it, were images that when I gave myself time and space and didn't delete them were images I actually grew to love of myself because what my gut reaction was, it was usually that I did like a roll on my stomach or I thought I looked fat. Um, and I found that the longer I allowed myself to just look at my body as it is, the less judgmental of it I became. And to me, I don't want clients making decisions the day of in one meeting about what images they want. And I'm not saying I am right. I'm saying that for me, for me to be inside my integrity and to do what I know is right for Amanda, being IPS just doesn't work for me. If it works for you, and maybe you're the opposite of that, maybe you feel like having tons and tons of images is not helpful. Maybe that you feel like that's harmful. I think that that is exactly why so many photographers need to exist, because we're all going to resonate with different clients. The end of all of this is genuinely that you need to find a pricing method that works for you, that feels good to you. I think that we don't spend enough time as photographers talking about that. I think it's a lot about how can I make the most money. And while I understand we are businesses and I am not a cheap photographer by any stretch of the imagination, I very much value what I bring to my clients and also appreciate the amount of money it costs me to run this business. I 
don't think we talk about, oh, how do I want to say this? But it's not just about the money. It needs to also be about what is in our integrity and how do we be the business owners that follow our own voice. Because if we're just chasing money, that will dry up. Um, I look at some of the big local boudoir photographers who went from, you know, they were making dollars $6,500 a client average. And they just kind of kept growing and building and growing and building. And their studios are closed. Two of them locally to me have closed because they just, I think, burned out because they weren't actually passionate about what they were doing. And when your only motivation is money, I think you can get yourself in a world of kind of shitty circumstances. And again, maybe you completely disagree with me. And if so, I encourage you to follow your own heart and do what feels good to you. Because if making a ton of money is what is the most important to you, then you obviously should go with that. But if this work is more about um, doing something to empower women, empower babes, empower even men, all genders, um, and you want to do it in a way that feels on brand, on uh, inside of your own integrity, um, and being somebody that walks the walk and talks the talk, um, I think you have to find what feels good to you. And I think a lot of times people say, well, if you're not doing it this way, you can't be profitable. And I think all of the methods I just mentioned can be incredibly profitable. And I also think that they can not be profitable if they are not done in a way that um, makes sense to you and makes sense to your client. So if that has been helpful to you, I am so happy if you are not a wedding or not a boudoir photographer, but are some other form of portrait photographer, just substitute boudoir and you could use any of those three methods for basically any type of photography. Um, and I hope that this has been helpful. I am going to be telling you now a little bit about something that is very exciting that is coming up in my world, which is what prompted me wanting to bring this conversation to the podcast. And that is that I am launching a course for folks who want to get into boudoir, but don't know where to begin, who feel like they're lost in pricing, lost in posing, lost in client journey, don't know how to set up a CRM, don't know how to have a workflow, all of the things. Um, I am creating a course that is kind of what this podcast episode was, where I'm going to be telling you all of the different ways you can do things. And it is my goal that this is kind of like a boudoir buffet where you can choose what works for you, what feels good to you, what feels on brand to you, and create a business that serves your clients well, serves your personal mission well, and sets you up in a way for a profitable business that you get to run, not that it runs you. Um, and I am going to be releasing this in the next few weeks. And so if you would like to jump on the waitlist, there is a link in the episode notes on this episode telling you how to uh, get all of the details for when I launch this program and all of all that fun stuff. So if that is exciting to you, I hope that you will come join my waitlist. And if you know a photographer who you think would benefit from this or any of my other offerings, please, please, please share this with them. And if this has been really helpful for you and has maybe made you reconsider how your pricing is, I would love for you to come over to Instagram 
send me a DM at the Amanda Swiger and just let me know how this has been helpful. Hearing uh, feedback from y'all has been so, so good. And I'm so grateful to all of you who allow me into your lives every week. So uh, thank you so much. I am so excited to uh, announce very, very soon this next course and uh, got some other fun things coming down the pipeline as well. So stay tuned friends and have a, another audacious week and uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs>